Hello, colleagues. Hello, friends. And welcome to The Corporation, the podcast that's too fun to fail. This is the show where I speak to employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the worldwide conglomerate that owns everything from lobbying firms to cable news outlets. Each week, I strive to learn about and celebrate the folks who work for the many subsidiaries of this remarkable company. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfeld, and I'm required to state that I am not employed by Hogswood Cooper. But boy, am I a fan, and I think you're going to be too. So let's get into it, shall we? My first guest is a financial advisor who is a frequent contributor to Cooper News Network's Money Tomorrow program. She's also a best-selling author and financial speaker. Her latest book, Skip the Latte, A Guide to Escaping Crushing Financial Debt by Denying Yourself the Small Joys in Life, has sold millions of copies worldwide. She has a big personality and is also an amateur butter sculptor. Please welcome Betty L. Mayfair, everybody. Hello, Dean. Hello. Hello. I'm so glad that we could make this work today. Oh, me too. I know you're a very yeah. busy woman, so I appreciate you making the time to speak with us. I really am. And uh, and you like people love your personality. They love your advice. <laughs> yes. You're like you're you're like the fun the fun aunt who like shoots straight with people, right? Mm-hmm. And people like mm-hmm. that. Um, and your whole thing is you like to tell people cut back on the little things, right? That's right. Just stop. Just stop, right? And yes. so that's your that's your thing. Um, yes. And what do you say to people when they're like, I don't think if I stop drinking coffees in restaurants and eating restaurant food that I'm going to be able to pay back my student debt, for instance. I am so glad you asked Cause that. Because I'm in that because si- the exact situation. Sure. So That is exactly sort of the lifestyle that many of us have fallen into. Yeah. Um, so once you actually track your monthly spending, mm-hmm. you will note, you go through with a highlighter, you take a highlighter, mm-hmm. and you highlight those lattes hundreds of dollars every month, Dean. And you know what? You could be throwing those hundred dollars right at your debt. Have you written out your debt, Dean? Uh, I've tried. Um, Mm -hmm. I was going, I know you're supposed to get the uh, Betty L. Mayfair workbook. That is exactly correct. And I haven't done that yet. So I haven't started doing my quantifying all of my debt. Okay. Well, if you wait to buy that, this is just a, a budgeter piece of advice for you. Sure. If you wait to purchase my workbook until October 15th mm-hmm. at 11 p.m. Yeah. and enter the code half off with a dash between them, okay. you can receive my workbook for half off. Wow. I'm very, I'm putting that in my calendar right away. You know what, Dean, you already use a calendar and you are already well on your journey. Wow. I'd say, so it's, um, I know that like, uh, I'm excited about uh, everything you're saying, and mm-hmm. I'm going to start to implement it a- as quickly as possible here. That's ex- thank you. Some yes. people, uh, some people find uh, your advice sort of uh, simplistic, or have accused you of talking down to them. Mm. What's your response to those people? You know, I would say that um, sure, you might feel like I'm treating you like a five-year-old, but can your five-year-old set away? five dollars each week in a cash envelope and put that towards buying a car when they are 16. Sure. A five-year-old can. Mm. So why can you not pay off your student loans? See, that seems so simple to me, but for some reason people, especially when when you accuse them of being patronizing and then you call them a five-year-old again, for some reason people don't like that. Right? I, I could understand that. And yeah. I guess I would just say, you know, if you're content to continue to pile up debt week after week, month after sure. month, and make those charges on your credit card, that's a life that you are, you're resolving to. So what, what, what do you say to people who say, like, I've had a, uh, a huge and unexpected medical expense yes. that's uh, crushing my family. Yes. Uh, and and uh, your, your suggestion that I put $5 away a week is not going to cut it. Sure. 
What, what's your response so to that? So what I would say and what you will find when you purchase my budgeting workbook wait for that. is that really you should have been starting your emergency fund uh-huh. years ago. Okay, sure. Okay? Yeah. There is a 52-week savings plan where you put away a dollar one week all the way up to $52. So think, if you had set aside that emergency fund sure. and then, you know, little Timmy falls and breaks his leg, Mm -hmm. you are set. You are not having to put these charges on your credit card. You are able to pay in cash to fix Timmy's leg. Amazing. And uh, for those people who might have uh, more expensive uh, procedures, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. We all make choices, I guess. You you know that I would start earlier, right? Well, you should start earlier and really ask yourself, is the procedure necessary? Right. Yes. Yes. I wanted to get into that because mm-hmm. um, that's another thing. Uh, you, uh, some people think sometimes that your advice is like cruel or something when you're shooting straight with them. Like for instance, you told a family with some unforeseen medical expenses, they should consider the cost benefit analysis of letting their father die. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, that's just tough love, right? Some people need to hear, need to hear it that way. I think so. I do think that sometimes when we decide to create a family, that we should really think about these things. For instance, if I have a child with this man, yeah. will he will he still be alive five years down the road, mm-hmm. 10 years down the road, right. 15 years down the road? Okay, yeah. And the child it, or, the, or the man you marry? The man that you choose to marry. Sure. Well, eat both, really, right? Because you have to plan exactly. for everything. Yeah. And you know what? If if you have two children, that is a vast expense mm. that takes years of saving and preparation for. Right, right. Let's say, Lord, heavens, let's say they died. <laughs> sure. I mean, heavens, you're kind what if they of died? saving. <laughs> right. And that's the only point you're making. It's. <laughs> You're not being heartless. You're just saying if that child dies, then that leaves more money in your personal finances for the uh, the living. That's correct. You can snowball those funds towards your debt. Mm -hmm. And once that is paid off, you can start saving towards a cash a cash payment towards something, a down payment, all in cash, Dean. Wow, that's so amazing. Um, and uh, and you also pe- tell people not to get credit cards unless it's the Mayfair Platinum card. Um, but absolutely. that's just the best one, right? Not, it's not because you're making money absolutely, on it. Absolutely, absolutely, Dean. You get about two weeks without interest wow. charges. Amazing. And then beyond that... Um, You'll you want to make sure that you make those monthly payments. Right, I'll put it that way. Sure, but it's really it's a it's a way to learn. Right, and uh, you know, and and the longer you go uh, without making payments on it, the more you learn. Right, the the That's more. That's right. right. That's right. And and I I do occasionally I sort of. Uh, when when someone makes the purchase, I quickly uh, do a little bit of research into their financial situation, which mm. is all made available to me. And really? um, if it seems appropriate, I will actually add in. And I just I think this is so great. It's such a, a such a bonus. I will throw in an extra debt tracker. Have you taken a look at some of my debt trackers? Not yet, because they are quite expensive. They are quite expensive, but. You know, Dean, thinking of you specifically, I think that you would find the ones that are set up like a little game board where Ooh. you decide the amount of, of each square that you get to oh, color. Oh, that's fun. That's yes. fun. And uh, so fun. are there any upcoming bonus uh, coupon deals on that? Well, you need to have the work- workbook in advance because okay, why sure. would you be doing this at right, all right. without the workbook? Right. And so once you get the workbook, yes. if you send me an email mm-hmm. with the words... 
debt-free way to be, and that is a two, a number two, uh-huh. and a letter, letter B. B. Okay. I will send you a free download PDF. Wow of one of my debt trackers. Fantastic. It's like a Monopoly board. Yeah, but it's a PDF, so. That's right. That, the digital, That's right, and it cool. is all your money very that cool. in the end you get back, and that is rewarding. I'm doing all of this because I, I did make the mistake of, uh, I got the Mayfair credit card just like I was okay. ta- ta- taught yes. to do, and yes. then I put a bunch of charges on it, sure. did not read the fine print, mm. and a year later, I'm in horrible debt. Incredible debt. And I'm looking you know forward what? to You your know products. what, could we, could, we cha- could we change the way that you talk about your own debt? Sure. Yes, of course. So How would you I heard recommend? you say horrible debt. Yes. But I look at that as an opportunity. Well, it's an opportunity. It quite to literally start is budgeting. an opportunity for you. <laughs> My debt is an it, opportunity for you. Is that right? I would like you to think of it as just the beginning of your journey uh-huh. to being debt free. Okay, great. So it's like stop one on the Monopoly board. That's right. Great. So it's what not, color will you use to right. color in that? No space? one would call the beginning of a Monopoly game horrible, right? It's an incredible journey. Yes. <laughs> and yes. really, we're on it together, Dean. You well, have I, my email. I've never felt so taken care of by someone who essentially created my the situation that I'm in. Um, <laughs> so you you have also uh, people like to make a make hay about the fact that most of your personal wealth didn't come from investing or saving. It came when your grandfather died in a hot air balloon ride and left you forty million dollars when you were twenty two right. years old. Yes. Um, you know, up until then, you you went to Tish for theater. You were not mm-hmm. a financial person. Mm-hmm. You were waiting tables, Correct. and then suddenly you're this financial guru. Um, Correct. And people say like, "What gives you the right?" and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, how do you sure. tell? What, what do you talk? Well, I think people? you know people come into large sums of money all the time, right? Right. And it's really what you choose to do with it. Now, let me tell you a story. Um, <laughs> my guess it's my aunt's friend we'll we'll call her Kathy mm-hmm. um, now she came into quite a large sum of money also from a death mm. and what she did is she took herself right to the casino really yes she did she lost it all Dean wow. so what I would say to you is perhaps I came into this money by you know not my own work but it's what I've chosen to do with it since then right. that I find really inspires the average consumer. I see, I see. Mm-hmm. So maybe it won't happen to you, but if it does, make sure you make the right choices with it. If you come into a large sum of money, please buy my workbook and yeah. I will be there with you on that journey mm-hmm. to make sure that every dollar has a plan. Sure, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, it's so interesting that when you're not gonna believe, I know you're you're sitting across from my second guest and I haven't introduced sure. him yet. Hi there. Um, and we'll get, to him um but you're not going to believe it's gonna the the way this these does he have a lot of debt these two dovetail i don't know we'll we'll find out i can look Um, him up (laughs) i'm sure you will um and we're going to do that uh right after this and we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get back and uh and and keep speaking with my first guest and bring in my second guest. thank you so we'll be right back The Corporation is sponsored by Vermont Comedy Club, offering world-class stand-up, improv, and sketch comedy five nights a week. The Comedy Club has a full bar, food menu, and table service, so make a night of it. Vermont Comedy Club is located just downhill from the Flynn Theater on Main Street in Burlington. They also offer classes for adults and camps for kids. For more information, visit vtcomedy.com. Now back to the show. 
And we're back. We've been talking with Betty L. Mayfair, best-selling author and financial advisor. And now I'm going to bring in my second guest to the conversation, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. But as I as I talked about before, it's pretty it's pretty related here. Um, okay, my next guest is a part-time junior blackjack dealer at Grinwood Falls Casino in West Franck, New York. In that role, he interacts with gamblers of all kinds and maintains the integrity and flow of the games at his table. In his free time, he tours and photographs historic lighthouses. Please welcome Kevin Shingleton. Hey, hey, hey guys. Hello. Thanks. Happy Kevin. to be here. Kevin, I mean, I, we got to jump right into it here. What do you think about Betty L. Mayfair here talking about people putting all their money into casinos? I got to be honest. I'm a little nervous to be sitting across from... Uh, such a financial uh, legend, such as Betty. Oh, you know, there's no need to... We're all friends here, right, Betty? That is right, Kevin. I have a lot of ideas for you. <laughs> I'm in an uh, incredible amount of debt, so I look forward to talking further about that. Um, great, great. And, uh, and you know, we'll get to that. I don't want to turn the whole episode into, you know, a, a financial right, yeah, literacy. We, we no, you later. would need to pay for that. Sure, <laughs> sure, of course. Um, but, but, Kevin, you get to be a cog in the wheel at a major casino. That must be uh, a pretty neat experience. Uh, it, it is, yeah. I, uh, I would like a little more responsibility there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, my boss doesn't feel I'm ready, which I get. Uh, yeah, I did some digging and I found out that your uh, that your uncle Don Shingleton is the general manager. He is, yeah. He's a uh, you know I love love hate relationship there. Uh, sure. He got me the job, which was great. Uh-huh. But uh, again, like I said, he does not give me a lot of opportunity. So yeah, yeah. And I mean, maybe that has something to do with. Um, I, I hate to I hate to put you on the spot here, but I I do have some of the comment cards from the casino uh, that are uh, related to your performance and I, th- okay. I think maybe this would enlighten us a little bit here um uh, some of these state that you wouldn't look customers in the eye um this well, one says you're entirely devoid of a personality <laughs> and uh there's one here that says you seem to like actively dislike your customers um uh, yeah. but you're hanging on to your job so they <laughs> must be doing something right can right you, can i just have the first and last name of those people who said that <laughs> oh i don't see that it's writ- writ- listed here i think they're anonymous okay was that all right and my uncle gave you that? <laughs> well, uh, I, they've been made available to me, put it that way. But so, uh, so you're, you know, you're working a minimum wage job and, uh, and your tips obviously are not going to be a huge amount here. Um, so, so what is it that keeps you, the, you know, co- going to work every day? I uh, guess every other day. You're a part-timer. I right? am part-time uh, and the, the debt plays a huge role in why I work. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, how, how did you get into so much debt in the first place? funny story uh the casino um i they have a delicious snack bar there and i spend a lot of money really at the casino i know it's ironic to lose it all is. your money in a casino and not gamble right it is so you're losing it all at the snack bar yeah which is <laughs> as far as like uh risk to reward that's a pretty you're getting something out of it at least right? i mean yeah i guess but uh it's you know a lot of chicken tenders so it's not like healthy i suppose how many chicken tenders does a man have to eat to get himself into a crushing amount of debt at least nine a day wow and oh i should reframe reframe that right betty uh, i should reframe that as like uh um, the beginning, the of, beginning his of his chicken journey. tender journey right <laughs> yeah it started with chicken tenders and it ends with a debt-free life and That's heart right. disease yeah uh, <laughs> sure well possibly well possibly. you can budget for that in advance and you should be already are yes. you budgeting for potential heart failure now because Am I right, Betty? That's that, correct. That's part of the plan, right? It's I would have an early. envelope set aside that says medical funds. Yes. Medical funds. Okay. Yes. I'm just going to jot that down. Great. Um, 
Oh, there's no ink in your pen. Are you? Uh, you need a, I'm a mess. <laughs> um, so I also know that uh, your uncle did give you a, a break and he put you in the VIP room at one night and then he said that something happened where you spilled all the chips or something. Is that so that was your big break? Yeah. Um, well, he he gave me two types of chips. Uh, he gave me poker chips and potato chips. And uh, <laughs> okay. as I've expressed, I'm not the biggest gambler. So I focused more on the potato chips okay. and lo and behold i accidentally ate the poker chips and wow. spilled the potato chips wow that's i didn't even know a person could do that without just is there any chance that um one of your debts is uh, a medical debt from pumping your stomach after eating a whole lot of poker chips uh, I, I don't i would not like to comment okay. on that gotcha gotcha i feel i feel bad for you um I, you know we're gonna thank you i don't want to put you on too much on the spot because it feels like i'm making you feel uncomfortable so i'm gonna bounce back to betty here just for a moment sure, and sure, ask sure. betty about her hobby uh and maybe you can jump in here kevin if you have any opinions or anything you are a butter sculptor uh, on the weekends <laughs> thank you i am how did you get into that well i will say that it started started out sort of as um Sure, I'll just say it's sort of an obsession. Okay, um, it started out as an obsession. It <laughs> <laughs> it started out sort of as, as an obsession, which um, after a little bit of sort of reflection and um, work on myself, I realized I was uh, using it as a replacement for sort of um, romantic love. Oh, um, been there. So, so, but what I, what I will say is that I since have found, um, a local farm that will actually donate the butter to me. So it is a no cost hobby, which I really, I recommend to everyone, you know, find yourself a hobby, but not only should it be no cost to you, you should find a way to sculpt that into a side hustle. Oh, is that pun intended? I'm assuming. (laughs) sculpted into a, a side hustle that's right uh-huh. so you're you're recommending to all people who with hobbies that they um um find a business uh and uh help sure. them somehow I would really to get them say, to you should not be doing anything with your time that is not making you money mm-hmm. right so so isn't the very definition of a hobby something that you just do for the enjoyment of it that has nothing to do with financial gain sure but if financial gain brings you joy Ah. and your hobby is making you money you see how they're all connected right dean and that really it it shows you that your path in life is about your path to being debt free okay gotcha gotcha and what i would say to kevin Hmm. is that debt doesn't discriminate so even though you don't (laughs) even though you don't have any personality whatsoever well allegedly according to this comment card yes debt still has found you i i gotta say dean you were right uh it's hard to hear such crushing uh words isn't it but also feel like there's hope for my debt right and that is exactly i mean my mission that's your brand it's my brand brand thank you to to this it's yes yes, like uh, i feel like you broke me down right left and i'm going to be there to pick you back up as long as you're able to afford to purchase right. her cash I, envelope system mm-hmm. system cash envelope system and what, what is the cash envelope system i'm so glad you asked and if you don't mind me asking because of course i would never ask you to for free give us any of your proprietary information absolutely but i don't mind because there are actually a few others out there who have developed a cash envelope system mm. um what is different about mine is that i hold these envelopes horizontally and you'll find that many hold them vertically so you're okay. sort of slipping the dollars in from the top where mine is uh, you just tuck them in and you can easily flip through them and see mm. how much you 
have because I do believe that budgeting is a very visual So you're, activity. you're selling a system of uh, basically just small envelopes to pe- for people to put small amounts of money in. But you're, yes. you've packaged it up in such a way that it seems like something much more than just envelopes, right? Absolutely. So when you when you open up your cash envelope and you can visually see how many dollars you have to spend mm. on, let's say, chicken tenders, you will be more apt to budget yourself and to cut back on the tenders rather than swiping a credit card for every basket of tenders now, you, you buy. Now, Kevin, are you feeling uh, patronized at all by this? Or? I just don't see how this applies to me at all. Uh because you, because yeah, you but don't. she's talking about chicken tent. I guess okay, I do see. How that she was ties directly in. speaking to you. She was making eye contact. I made eye contact. It was, it was, the posed, time. It was posed as just a general sure. metaphor, right? Yeah. So I did I that in a way to make everyone in the room feel included, when right. really speaking directly to your tragic but incredible situation. See, I'm not going to look you in the eyes now, though, because it's about me. Um, so. Uh, I'll take the focus off you for a second. What's to prevent me from buying $3 worth of tiny envelopes and doing this myself? You can. And you know what? Many people do start with that. And I think that you'll find that after a month or so of putting um, putting dollars into those plain envelopes, you're going to want to have some cute prints on there. If I told you, for instance, if I went off to some, some competitor of yours and bought overpriced tiny envelopes with prints on them, mm-hmm. wouldn't you call that me wasting funds I didn't need to spend? Absolutely. However... It would be. <laughs> however... It would be. Yes. Okay. However, had you budgeted for those in advance, uh-huh. let's say perhaps, you know, if you were purchasing them in July, if in January, uh-huh. you began setting aside money away for my competitors... <laughs> cute envelopes Uh then i would say you know what dean you prioritize that and that is your choice wow that's so so interesting and Mm -hmm. this is all of course laid out in the book which uh, i want to say the title of the book again because it's really germane to this conversation Mm -hmm. we're having skip Skip the latte latte. a guide to escaping (laughs) crushing (laughs) financial debt debt by by denying yourself yourself the small small joys joys in life life. which is what you're saying and uh, the small joy being maybe a tiny little envelope print uh, maybe you want to either budget for it or skip it entirely, right? That's um, right. What's something, uh, Kevin, what's like one thing that makes you happy that we could take away from you? Just Gosh. Um, something that you spend money on that you gives you joy that we can take away from you right now. I uh, do spend some money. Uh, I have a pillow collection. Really? I, I, live, I do live in the hotel connected to the casino. Okay. And uh, obviously hotels can be a little plain and boring, so yeah. I naturally bring my own pillows to okay. kind of spice it up. And 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 Betty, would you say we could? That's something an area where we could take that, do away with that in his budget. Um, Kevin, where are you generally buying these pillows? Um, do I, ha- I have to say? You don't have to say. I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, but it is. Uh, it rhymes with Ned, Nath, and Neond. <laughs> Sure. Uh-huh. And are you using coupons when you're shopping there? I didn't know. What is So that is embarrassing. Um, but it's an incredible start to your journey. You will begin by finding a coupon before you go there next. Wow. It's, she speaks just like a, like a guru, doesn't she? Just I, you will I, begin thank by. Thank you. 
Kevin, I'm looking at your blog here of the pictures of the lighthouses that you oh, visit. Oh, God, you found that? I did. It's like a photo blog. And I'm realizing that these lighthouses are all, um, they're all indoors in, inside the casino. So like when you told me that you, you like to, I would just assume that you travel and take photos of historic lighthouses, but these look to be the ones that are inside the casino in different places. Yeah, no, I don't really feel super comfortable leaving the casino sure. all the time. Okay. Uh, so, and I just work with what I got. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. These are very nice photos. I, uh, That's uh, what I thought. You can't really tell the difference between those. Well, do you ever want, wonder what it's like to stand on the edge of a, uh, a briny cliff and look at a historic lighthouse that's overlooking the Atlantic Ocean, for instance? Would that be of interest to you? I mean, yes, but I'll ask you a similar question. Have you ever stood against the wall of a casino and <laughs> stared at a lighthouse painted? <laughs> It's the same, I'm pretty sure. I don't I've understand never been. what he's asking. Everybody has different things that bring them joy. And if that brings you joy, then the only one... Who's I would say just stop. The only one who's going to take it away from you is going to be Betty here, who, if you're paying money for it, right? So... Well, I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to listen, I guess. I, mean, I guess we all have to. And that's, the, that's really what we're doing here, right? We're saying we might not like it, but we have to uh, sacrifice great amounts. Absolutely. Right? And that we shouldn't ask anyone else for help no. or, uh, no. you know... Or like, for instance, you know, the, the medical industrial complex being, being what it is and the housing industry being what it is. It's mm -hmm. like, it's our, it's it our, is our fault, our fault and our responsibility, yes. right? To, to just save earlier and save more yes. and, and do less mm -hmm. uh, in order to be able to afford this stuff, right? Yes. You've nailed it, Dean. Wow. Well, I wow. see. I feel like uh, I feel like you're a little protege now, or something. I, oh, stop. I'm very you're excited. Not. <laughs> October. I'm not. Okay. Well, maybe on October 15th, when I get my half price workbook, then uh, I could I could we'll hope to be that. And we'll and Kevin, I'm. I really feel for you, man. Like, uh, is there anything we can do for you to make your life a little more enjoyable? Honestly, just I, I'm glad you read my email and had me on the show today. Yeah. Um, my uncle makes my life pretty tough. We, uh, we, we did have a, I mean, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I don't have to tell you this, but I had a cancellation last minute. So I put you in there. Oh yeah. So you I, definitely we did, were, didn't we have supposed to tell to me. Have, we were supposed to have like um, a CEO of an oil company and I, I, you know what? So that's a bummer, but I do feel like that would have made way more sense. Um, sure, sure. As a guest, but I, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're glad to have you. And if you need anything, ride home or anything, you just let you us mean, know. You mean that? Um, well, I'm sure my some, car is full. I'm sure we'll find you aware. I think I have a, a bus pass here. I could find you. Okay, even that would be great. Okay, great, great. Um, all right, well, I think that's about all the time we have for today on the corporation. I want to thank my guests so much for speaking with me and for our listeners for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and email me at deanardenfell at hotmail.com. And remember, Dean Ardenfell is not and has never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Cheers, and thank you guys so much. Thank you, Dean. Thank you. The Corporation is a presentation of Unicow Media. Dean Ardenfell was played by Nathan Hartswick, Betty L. Mayfair was played by Carly Caulfield, and Kevin Shingleton was played by Liam Welsh. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. For more great stuff, follow The Corporation Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and check out thecorporationpod.com.